Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30. And you know what that means. Stark! Time for us to hold up the headlines. Yes, a little snark. Yes, a little reaction. With those headlines, here she is, Miss Becky Lynn. Well, new this afternoon, we've learned some new details in a situation near 7th Avenue and Northern where Phoenix police say two adults and three kids were found dead inside a house with obvious signs of trauma. They're looking into a propane tank that was found at the residence. There are no outstanding suspects. This investigation is going to continue throughout the day, and we will be bringing you more details as we get them. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. A whole family died? Two adults and three kids? Well, we don't know for okay. sure it's a family, but it still sure weird sounds like it. It's like there's trauma, but there's also a propane. Mm-hmm. So I don't get that. Doesn't, that sounds suspicious. Yeah, it sounds odd. Like, so is the, the, the propane do it? Does the, it, it, you know, was it? Are you thinking like, this family, someone attacked them, and then someone tried to blow the house up. Or tried to cover up their tracks or something like that. I guess it's well, a possibility. It says there are no outstanding suspects. Yeah. So somehow they know that. Oh, three kids dead. Good God. Yeah, it's, it's a bad situation. Yeah. Because I was listening earlier, they, they said that, that like uh, that the gas company was out there, yeah. and they were trying to figure out if there was a leak. Because when I, I hear the propane, I can't first thing get into mind, somebody tried to cover their tracks. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll keep listening because yeah. this is just a tragic story. Two adults and three kids are, are dead. Seventh Avenue and what? Northern. Oh, gosh. Uh, we're holding up the headlines. Arizona votes. New this hour, the razor-thin race for Arizona Attorney General is tightening even more. Right now, Democrat Chris Mays leads Republican Abe Hamaday by just over 700 votes. Another race still uh, too close to call, although with a wider margin between the two candidates, is the race for superintendent of public instruction. Tom Horn, the Republican, is the leading Democrat. Kathy Hoffman by more than 8,600 votes. Both of these races currently stand within the recount margin of less than half a percent. Wow. Huh. That is, uh, those are ones that obviously are going to be going straight to a recount eventually, but it, it, when, we're talking 700 votes. Think about this. You're going to have how many votes when all is said and done here, and the margin is going to be potentially a few hundred votes? That is insane. That is insane. 700 votes. I'm trying to see, uh, let's see, uh, Abe Hamaday. Hamaday, 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 Hamaday. He almost has as many votes as Carrie Lake. Nobody has my Kimberly Yee. Kimberly Yee. You, you know what I'm saying? You got them all. Kimberly Yee was amazing. State treasurer, uh, Republican, she won. She's apparently your favorite. She boat raced everybody. I, I, I think I think Horn beating uh, Hoffman. I think that you had voters blame Hoffman for the masks on kids, which isn't fair. Was not her decision. Uh, but again... We were just talking. That's people, people people want answers, and they want somebody, if especially in government, if you do something wrong or the perceive is somebody needs to pay the price for it. Right, and it might be Hoffman paying the price for a lot of parents did not want their child in a mask, uh, and did they blame her? 
It kind of looks like that. That's at least what I have to, my opinion. We're holding up the headlines. Well, now that nearly all the ballots have been counted, we move our attention to certifying the election results. Counties have until November 28th to report their election results to the Arizona Secretary of State. The office's Ali Bones explains. Our office then has until December 5th to compile that into the statewide canvas. Secretary Katie Hobbs, along with the governor, attorney general, and chief justice of the Arizona Supreme Court will then sign off on the results. If any racist trigger a recount, that process will start right after. The counties will then program their equipment to only tabulate results for the races in which there is a recount. We should have the final results by Christmas. Grizel, the Satino KTAR News. Well, they're going to recount the May's uh, Abe Froman uh, vote. There's yeah. no doubt about it. That'll be recounted because it's 700 votes. Horn uh, and, and and Hoffman, I don't, I don't know what the percentage necessarily is. It's got to be what? 0.5% for a recount? Yeah. Um, no, 0.1%. 5% was the... 0.1? Yeah, so so it's... I. They're probably... Both of them are going to end up being a recount. And that's fine, because, you know, let, let's make sure that we get it right. Half a percent. Half a percent. So, uh, get it right, you know? Yeah. And, and the other thing is, by getting it right and doing this thoroughly, you also bring back a little belief that, okay, you double-checked, triple-checked, which is what you have to do for some people. Holding up the headlines. One local political analyst says the Arizona GOP has to get its party in order ahead of the next election. Chuck Coughlin previously worked with Republicans like late Senator John McCain and tells Arizona's Morning News the party is changing and becoming split up. We saw Kelly Ward, you know, nominally endorse some candidates for higher office, the chairman of the Republican Party. That's not the role of the party. And he says this doesn't look good for their future, adding who Republicans nominate for races is the key factor. I mean, look at who the Republicans put up. Yeah. I mean, you put up four MAGA candidates and all four might lose. And I I just don't, you don't understand Arizona. You know what we are? We're mavericks. Boy, who does that remind me of? There was a guy. John McCain. You can, I'm not saying that flippantly. I really believe Arizona is really an interesting place to live. We don't like to be told what to do. No. We don't like to be told. We have a little bit of that Wild West in us. We do. We do. And so, you know what? How many people are turning to the other, the independents? Why are we all becoming independents? Because we don't like either party. You're going to have to adapt or die. It's like business. And you know what? I saw Josh Hawley, one of the big Republicans today, said nobody voted for us because we couldn't expand our tent. We couldn't get people, especially independents, want nothing to do with us. We better figure it out. Well, you better figure it out right now. Yeah. And if I'm if I'm the Republicans in Arizona, I immediately put Karen Taylor Robeson in charge of the party and make her the chair. Because you know what? I think she'll end up helping uh, candidates win elections. Unlike Kelly Ward, who's never done that. Oh, and seven. And she's lost all her own races, too. She tried to go for Senate. She got crushed twice. I wonder what Jan thinks about her. We're going to talk to Brewer, who is... she's. We talked to her on the phone earlier yeah. today. She's furious about the Republican Party in Arizona. That's at four. Holding up the headlines. Congress could soon cement marriage equality into federal law. Today, Arizona's senior senator, Kirsten Sinema, introduced her bipartisan Respect for Marriage bill on the Senate floor. We made certain our language respected religious liberty, and we were careful to ensure that ensuring up some rights... We did not infringe upon others. The bill was pushed forward to a full vote on the Senate floor. Senator Sinema is the first openly bisexual senator in Congress. Uh, first of all, listen to what you said. We don't want to infringe on your rights and your beliefs as a religion. And and it, that right there says a lot. Understand that 
you know, the the way that they're doing this, the codifying of this is because they saw what happened with Roe v. Wade and they want to get in front of this. And I think this also has to do with interracial marriage as well. Uh, they but the way that she put it out there again shows you she's trying to expand the tent. It's not going to make everybody happy, but. This is the world we live in, and in a world that I share things that I don't believe with certain people, guess what? I got to have give and take, and we better find politicians that understand. I don't get along 100% with my wife with every single thing, but I know there's give and take. Otherwise, it don't work as a relationship. Hold up the headlines. Arizona executed its third death row inmate this year. Today, KTAR's Colton Krolak was a media witness and has more details. Murray Hooper was led into the execution room at 9.34 this morning. He was laughing as doctors attempted to find veins to place the IVs. After some time, the medical staff was able to attach the IVs in Hooper's femoral artery and arm. After the death warrant was read, Hooper was asked if he had any last words. He said, it's all been said. Let it be done. To all my lawyers and loved ones, don't be sad for me. Don't say goodbye. Say see you later. Asked if he had anything else to say, he said, that's it, let's go. The drugs were administered at 1022. He smiled and waved goodbye to the audience. Shortly after, his mouth began to shake and then dropped open as he was sedated. Ten minutes later, he was pronounced dead. KTAR has learned that Hooper's last meal was KFC chicken, macaroni and cheese, Neapolitan ice cream, and cheesecake. Colton Krolak, KTAR News. That's a good decision there. That's a pretty good dinner. And I don't think we should give them their last uh, you know, I meal. I thought about that, too. I don't, I don't think we should do that. I'm dead serious. What have you done to deserve a last meal? I, I, I thought about three people. Yeah, this isn't like in the old days no. where you're like, yeah, you're probably not guilty, but we're going to give you a last meal. It's the least we can do. Why do we want to give you something for you to enjoy? I don't think you deserve it. Uh, the guy robbed, uh, gagged, and shot three people in the head. And he's been on death row since 1982. He, he almost died of old age. Yeah, he can rot for all I care. I, I just, that does make me upset that he does get a last meal. Maybe that's petty of me, but that's how I roll. That's it for holding up the headlines every day at 3.30. We interrupt Becky Lynn's newscast, have a little fun with our reaction to the top stories.